Hey everyone, welcome to my channel where we explore how to cultivate a transformative meditation practice through Buddhist wisdom. Thanks for joining me. My name is Scott and uh, today we're going to be exploring how to develop a more consistent meditation practice. If you haven't already, please check out my video on what is meditation in order to prepare for this one. So the number one struggle I hear from both students I work with and one-one mentees is how to develop or how to connect to a consistent daily meditation practice. I hear this so, so much that I thought I need to make a video on this. So what is consistency? Consistency can really be anything we want it to be, as long as it's something regular, uh, consistent. I consider a consistent meditation practice to be something we do every day for you know some amount of time. And if we really want to cultivate or be able to connect to the more long-term benefits of meditation, cultivating or developing a consistent meditation practice is really gonna be uh, probably, I would say, the most key thing. Just like anything else we do in our life, if we wanna learn how to play piano or become good at a sport or you know any kind of activity, we need to have some discipline in sort of how we're showing up to that and also consistency, otherwise we're not gonna grow in it. So I would say anything past just a very short-term benefit of meditation, like you know, using the breath to regulate the nervous system or have a little bit more um, calmness in our day, anything past that, we're gonna need to be really looking at how to develop a consistent daily practice. So a daily practice can really look a lot of different ways. I recommend trying to fit meditation in in the morning, uh, preferably the first thing in the morning as we're more likely to do it. Um, it's also a wonderful way to start the day because it's a way we connect to our inner wisdom intentions, as well as more beneficial mind states like loving kindness, compassion, um, basically how we wanna serve in the world. So when we do this first thing in the morning, it really shapes our day. So the common blocks I see are course time a lot of us are really busy these days and have very little extra time sometimes it's a discipline problem where we're just having trouble getting discipline to show up each day uh, sometimes it's it's an importance issue where maybe we don't understand or value meditation that much or it's kind of very low on the list of what's important to us in our day another common block is too much expectation around short-term goals uh, when it comes to meditation. This also relates to, you know, emotional things we bring like fear of failure or not feeling worthy of sort of the results of meditation or feeling like we're, we're never gonna get it or never gonna be able to do it. And lastly, I see often a lot of confusion around the purpose of meditation or I would say kind of like limiting purpose. And what I mean by this is within Buddhism, the the intentions are quite vast, and so the purpose can become very vast. And this is a little bit different than maybe um, some other forms of intention where we just wanna feel a little bit better within the moment, or you know, we wanna feel a little bit more calm. Not that there's anything wrong with those intentions, it's totally fine. But with that kind of limited purpose, it also sometimes prevents us from developing more long-term or mid-term consistency. So I'd like to offer a few tips and tricks for working with some of these blocks. So we need to make the time to practice. We need to maybe think of our schedule for that week or for the next day and really plan in some time to practice. Uh, like I said, I, I recommend uh, setting aside some time in the morning and 
you just plan to wake up a little bit earlier or reduce another activity in the morning so you're able to fit it in. Connected to this is kind of one of my core beliefs, which is that less is more uh, when it comes to consistency. So what this means is that um, I recommend to my one-to-one mentees and students that actually we have a bare minimum for our practice and that bare minimum, we make it a time frame that we can absolutely do, that there's really no excuse for in the sense that, um, you know, if we make that time frame five minutes, I think everybody has five minutes or we make that time frame 10 minutes. Now, again, in order to get more longer term benefits of meditation, we're going to want to expand uh, the time we're putting in each day. But nonetheless, we have a bare minimum. So we show up to that. So, you know, if we have the excuse, oh, I'm too busy today, most of us are never too busy for five or 10 minutes of meditation. So I recommend setting that aside. And then, of course, if you want to go longer, that's totally fine. Or if after a month, two months, three months, or six months, or a year, you want to develop the practice to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. But by that time, we're experiencing some more of the longer-term benefits, and we also have um, enthusiasm for the practice, which is really important. And we kind of want to allow the time to expand based on enthusiasm, not based on you know forcing ourselves into it, obviously. Another tip is to know the benefits. So you know, depending on how you are personally using meditation, if you're using it for more of a systems regulation or nervous system regulation, or just a daily practice to become more aware and present, you want to read about those benefits, right? You want to try to understand them more. Of course, on this channel, I'm going to try to talk about those more and more. But here, I'm mostly going to focus on uh, some of the benefits from a Buddhist perspective. So from a Buddhist perspective, as I spoke about in my previous video, what is meditation? We're really trying to get to know the mind and what produces dissatisfaction or suffering and what produces happiness. So that comes out of actually first strengthening awareness and then learning to look back at the mind or use that awareness to understand our thoughts, emotions, behaviors in a more experiential way. So the long-term benefits that come out of that are humongous. Um, for me, it's really changed my life, right? And I've been doing this uh, for quite a while, but even early on after the first five years of meditation, first couple years, I could see profound transformations in how I uh, worked with my emotions, uh, experiences or sensations in the body, as well as my thoughts. And this only sort of increases over time our ability to work with them in more and more skillful ways. In traditional Buddhism, we actually study as part of our practice. And the reason we do that is because that actually informs the meditation practice. So we kind of have an order to this where we, we say what we want to gain certainty in is first a kind of understanding of, of what the purpose of meditation is. Then we gain some experience through practice. And then that experience actually moves into genuine transformation or what we sometimes call unchanging realization. So understanding the Dharma um, is really important within Buddhism. And of course, that's a lifelong practice as well. I've heard His Holiness the Dalai Lama actually say um, he's always a student. I mean, and he's, I think, in his 80s at this point, and he never stops studying. And so there's no end to conceptual understanding. But nonetheless, we do it as a practice as much as we can. We try to connect with uh, Buddhist teachers who are 
hopefully um, authentic within their lineage. And we can learn, and we can learn also from books, of course, and texts, and maybe here on YouTube. <laughs> and the idea is that we are growing our understanding, and then we're applying that understanding to the practice and how that's transforming us. So in short, in my experience, knowing the Dharma brings purpose to meditation. And then my last tip for today is to really just keep it simple, right? Keep the practice simple. Don't try to make it complicated. You have a beginning, middle, and end. And in that main middle or main practice, you might be doing the majority of your time in meditation. Keep it simple. Decide what you're going to do ahead of time and dedicate to that practice. So thanks so much for joining me today. In the next video, I'm going to talk about how to nurture a process-oriented approach to meditation practice and how this can actually affect our consistency of meditation practice. If you haven't already, check out the links below. I have some free guided meditations as well as other free resources on my website. And wishing you all the best. Thanks so much.